Shalom, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, we're looking at our Torah portion for this week, and it's one of my favorites of the Torah portions. Um, today's portion is called Yitro, which is the literal Hebrew behind the name Jethro. And the title comes from the first word of the first verse of the reading, which says, Now Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people. Portion tells the story of Jethro's visit to the camp of Israel, then relates the great theopony at Mount Sinai, where God gives Israel the Ten Commandments and invites the people to enter a special covenant relationship with him. So we're going to be looking at chapters 18, 19, and most of 20. And so we get the Ten Commandments, the great crazy story at Mount Sinai. This is also the story that we read during the Feast of Trumpets. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's powerful. Um, there's a lot of things that uh, you can also... Really, you could, you could do this study alongside some things in the book of Revelation if you wanted to. Uh, there's so much that can be done with, the, with this story. Um, but we're just going to read it this morning, as is custom for the Torah portion for the week. I am going to read from the Et Sefer this week. And the reason being for that is because when we get to this, uh, when we get to Mount Sinai here in chapter 20, or when God is giving the Ten Commandments, He's very specific about talking about his name, which we don't get in most English translations because it just says Lord, right? Even the wonderful King James Version, which is my favorite English translation, uh, just says Lord, and we know that that's not the case, right? So I'm going to read it from the Etzefer because it, it, it does literally translate um, some of those names um, exactly as they are in the Hebrew. Um, which I think is important. A couple things to note as I do read from this version. Uh, you will hear Moshe instead of Moses because Moshe is Moses' actual name. Um, you'll hear Mitzrayim instead of Egypt. Um, I happen to believe that God's name is likely Yehovah, um, but that uh, Sefer believes that it's Yahuwah. Those are the most two common beliefs, and so I don't die on any of those hills. It uh, could be either or. And so, I just want to make you aware of that. It's also interesting, and I've pointed this out before, and I didn't, I've never noticed this in the past, but there's so many times where it puts the word L in front of certain names. And I, I the more I see this, the more I think it's just referring to God's anointing on this individual, which is why you'll see it. Uh, we saw El Yaakov, so El Jacob, several times. Even um, Leah, El Leah. And we see it with Moshe, El Moshe. And so more and more, that's what I'm coming to believe, that in the scriptures, this is something we would never notice in the English, that when it puts that El in front of the name, that it's, it's, it's signifying God's anointing on this individual. And so I just find that very, very interesting. So anyway, that's a long enough introduction. Let's get into this awesome story. Beginning with Jethro, uh, Moses' father-in-law, coming to visit him and bringing his wife and his kids with him. 
and then the Ten Commandments given at Mount Sinai. Awesome, awesome stuff. Let's take a look. Let's begin. I'll be reading from the Sefer, starting with chapter 18, verse 1. When Yithro, the priest of Median, El Moshe's father-in-law, heard of all that Elohim had done for Moshe and for Yisrael, his people, and that Yehuah had brought Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, then Yithro, Moshe's father-in-law, took Sephora, Moshe's woman, after he had sent her back, and her two sons, of which the name of one was Gershom, for he said, I have been an alien in a strange land, and the name of the other was Eleazar, for Elohai of my father, said he, was my help, and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. And Yithro, Moshe's father-in-law, came with his sons and his woman, unto Moshe into the wilderness, where he encamped at Mount, at the Mount of Elohim. And he said unto Moshe, I, your father-in-law, Yithro, am come unto you and your woman and her two sons with her. And Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law and did obstinance and kissed him, and they asked each other of their welfare. And they came into the tent. And Moshe told his father-in-law all that Yahuwah had done unto Pharaoh and unto Mitzrayim for Yisrael's sake, and all the travail that had come upon them by the way, and how Yahuwah delivered them. And Yithro rejoiced for all the goodness which Yahuwah had done to Yisrael, whom he had delivered out of the hand of Mitzrayim. And Yithro said, Blessed be Yahuwah, who has delivered you out of the hand of Mitzrayim, and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who has delivered the people from under the hand of Mitzrayim. Now I know that Yahuwah is greater than all the Elohim, for in the thing wherein they dealt proudly he was above them. And Yithro's Moshe's father-in-law took a burnt offering and sacrifice for Elohim, and Aaron came and all the elders of Yisrael to eat bread with Moshe's father-in-law before Elohim. And it came to pass on the morrow. The Moshe sat to judge the people, and the people stood by Moshe from the morning until the evening. And when Moshe's father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that you do to the people? Why sit yourself alone, and all the people stand by you from morning to unto evening? Moshe said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come to inquire of Elohim. When they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one another. And I do make them know the statutes of Elohim and his Torah. And Moshe's father-in-law said unto him, The thing that you do is not good. You will surely wear away, both you and this people that is with you, for this thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to perform it yourself alone. Hearken now unto my voice, and I will give you counsel, and Elohim shall be with you. Be for the people to Elohim ward, that you may bring the cause unto Elohim. And you shall teach them the ordinances and the Torah, and shall show them the way wherein they must walk, and the work they must do. Moreover, you shall provide out of all the people able men, such as fear Elohim, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, and rulers of hundreds, and rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. 
and let them judge the people all the seasons, and it shall be that the very great matter they shall bring unto you, but every small matter they shall judge, so shall it be easier for you, and they shall bear the burden with you. If you shall do this thing, and Elohim command you so, then you shall be able to endure, and all these people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moshe hearkened to the voice of his father-in-law, and did all that he had said. And Moshe chose able men out of Israel, and made them heads over people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, rulers of tens. And they judged the people all the seasons. And the hard causes they brought unto Moshe, but every small matter they judged themselves. And Moshe let his father-in-law depart, and he went his way into his own land. Chapter 19 In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Mitzrayim, the same day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. For they were departed from Rephidaim, and were come to the desert of Sinai, and pitched in the wilderness. And there Israel camped before the mount. And Moshe went up unto Elohim, and Yahuwah called unto him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shall you say to the house of Yaakov, And tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Mitzrayim, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed, and guard my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak unto the children of Yitzrael. I want to stop for just a moment. You know, I still think today that what sets God's people apart from the rest of the world is that they walk in His ways. They obey His commands. That's what makes us a peculiar people. That's what makes us strangers. Uh, you know, what makes us seem like we're all foreigners in a strange land, right? We are set apart. You know, we obey Messiah and that we love. You know, we love even our enemies. We look different than the rest of the world because we don't walk after the same things that the world walks after. Yet, if we look at Christianity today, at least here in the United States of America, it's very hard at times to distinguish the difference between those who believe and those who don't because they are walking in the same path, the wide road. So let's keep that in our hearts to always be diligently seeking to walk after God's ways and to be in obedience to Christ. Let's continue. Verse 7. And Moshe came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which Yahuwah commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All that Yahuwah has spoken we will do. Moshe returned the words of the people unto El Yahuwah. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, Lo, I come unto you in a thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak with you and believe you forever. And Moshe told the words of the people to El Yahuwah. 
Yahuwah said unto Moshe, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes and be ready against the third day. For the third day Yahuwah will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And you shall set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourself that you go not up unto the mount, or touch the border of it. Whosoever touches the mount shall surely be put to death. There shall not a hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be a beast or man, it shall not live. When the chauffeur sounds long, they shall come up to the mount. I mean, this is why we read this during... Uh, Feast of Trumpets. And the reason is, is because, and this is why so many believe that the Feast of Trumpets is, will be the time when we are called up into the air, caught up to be with Christ, is because it's just the same picture. God is saying that there's going to be a long shofar blast, a long trumpet blast, and then Moshe is to come up, and God will come down. Let's continue. Verse 14. And Moshe went down from the mount unto the people and sanctified the people. And they washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day. Come not at your women. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the shofar exceedingly loud. So that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Moshe brought forth the people out of the camp to meet Elohim. And he stood at the nether part of the mount. And Mount Sinai was all together on smoke because Yahuwah descended upon it in fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of the furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly. When the voice of the shofar sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moshe spoke and Elohim answered him by a voice and Yahuwah came down upon Mount Sinai on top of the mount. And Yahuwah called Moshe up to the top of the mount. Moshe went up, and Yahuwah said unto Moshe, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto El Yahuwah to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also which came near to El Yahuwah sanctify themselves, lest Yahuwah break forth upon them. And Moshe said to El Yahuwah, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you charge the saying, Set bounds about the mount and sanctify it. And Yahuwah said unto him, Away. Get you down, and you shall come up, and Aaron with you. But let not the priest and the people break through to come up to El Yahuwah, lest he break forth upon them. So Moshe went down unto the people, and spoke unto them. And Elohim spoke all these words, saying, I am Yahuwah Elohaika, which have brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other Elohim before me. You shall not make unto you any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heavens above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water or under the earth. You shall not bow down yourself to them, nor serve them, for I, Yahuwah Elohaika, am a jealous El, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and guard my commandments." You shall not take the name of Yahuwah Elohaika in vain, for Yahuwah will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. Remember the day of the Shabbath 
to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Shabbath of Yahuwah Elohaikah. In it you shall do, you shall not do any work, you nor your son nor your daughter nor your manservant nor your maidservant nor your cattle nor your stranger that is in within your gates. For in six days Yahuwah made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day, wherefore Yahuwah blessed the day of the Shabbath and hallowed it. Honor your father, your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which Yahuwah Elohacha gives you. You should not kill, you should not break wedlock, you should not steal, you should not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not lust after your neighbor's house. You shall not lust after your neighbor's woman, nor his manservants, nor his maidservants, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is your neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the shofar and the mountains smoking when the people saw it. They removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moshe, Speak with us and we will hear, but let not Elohim speak with us, lest we die. Moshe said unto the people, Fear not, for Elohim is come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. And that is the end of our portion for today. Well, no, I'm sorry. We go to verse 23. I went to verse 20. Three more verses. Let's continue. 21. And the people stood afar off, and Moshe drew near unto the thick darkness where Elohim was. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe, Thus you shall say unto the children of Israel, You have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. You shall not make with me Elohai of silver, neither shall you make unto you Elohai of gold. Now that is the end of the portion. So it's chapter 18 through verses through chapter 20, verse 23, which we just read. And it ends with, you know, Moshe telling the people, look, there's a purpose for being afraid of God because the people are terrified. They're like, you speak with God, we'll speak with just you. He's saying, here's the purpose of the fear, that you sin not. This is why the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, Right? Because when you have an actual fear of God, when you actually believe that his judgments are true and just, and that they will in fact come to pass, you, uh, you, you don't walk that line of sin, right? And then when you do sin, you're quick to repent and to turn and change directions. Why? Because you're afraid of the Lord and his judgment. I think that's the problem today. People don't have the fear of the Lord anymore. And it's because the church has made Jesus out to be their buddy. We have buddy Jesus now instead of King Jesus. This is what's being taught and people have no fear of Christ and his judgments. But the day will come when he will return. Much like what we see on Mount Sinai which is a foreshadow the chauffeur's going to blast. And those who have trusted in him and obeyed him will be caught up. Mm, that's going to be an interesting moment. A moment that uh, I must admit that I don't ponder on as often as I used to. God help me. 
used to be a moment that I thought about daily and, and all day. May that come back upon me and upon all of you. That we would start to long to hear the blast, the shout, the sound of the trumpet, the sound of the shofar. And may we walk in God's ways and obey his commands, obey the commandments of Christ, Mashiach. I hope you've been blessed this morning by this reading. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.